Welcome to Talking Heads on USA Global TV, starring the one and only wonderful Dr. Jacqueline. It's a prestigious place where world-class influencers and experts meet, and where you'll find the most trusted advisors and coaches for all things in life and business. Visit usaglobaltv.com to sign up for our newsletter, get the value you need, and be first in line to learn about events and giveaways and other valuable content. Connect with us. Email Dr. Jacqueline at usaglobaltv.com to talk about how you can become part of USA Global TV. That's USA Global TV, where the doctor is always in. Good morning, afternoon, and evening, everyone, wherever you are. Welcome to Ricky's Kitchen, part of USA Global TV and Radio. And today is Friday. It is not Fishy Friday. This time we're getting into the pumpkin season. So as a certified nutritionist for the last 22 years, I've always loved pumpkin. And I've always recommended it to my clients, whether it's individuals, children, corporations. Pumpkin is one of the best of the squashes that you can put into your body. And today what we're going to do is stuff a pumpkin. And today's pumpkin is going to, I just have to show you this. This is such, it's the cutest little thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and I picked it particularly because it has this lovely little um, stem. And you don't usually see those stems on the pumpkins that you get in the stores. So I picked this guy, it's about four pounds. And so the first thing we're going to do is we're going to choose our stuffing. And today we're going to stuff both a savory and a sweet pumpkin. The sweet pumpkin has already been done. It's actually hiding behind me. And I'll show you that in just a minute. And what we stuffed that one with was chopped up apples, chopped up walnuts, and a ton of cinnamon, because that's my favorite spice. And you can use pumpkin pie spices on it, which are uh, cinnamon, cloves, nutmeg, and a little bit of um, allspice, if you like. And you can find all these things on rickyskitchen.net or on my Patreon page. And this one I will post with Dr. Jacqueline on USA Global TV. So the recipe will be available for you for the holidays. And of course, you can choose either a tiny one if you're not serving a whole bunch of people or if you just want to make a small amount. Or you can take a bigger pumpkin and do the same thing, just increase your volume of whatever we're using. So today we're going to start, <clears throat> excuse me, with um, the first thing I'm going to do is take my cast iron skillet and it's been heating up. And I'm going to put in my stuff, like the main ingredient in my stuffing, which is um, ground pork. Now, if you don't eat pork or if you prefer another meat, you can take ground turkey or ground beef <clears throat> or even ground chicken if you want it a little bit lighter. But the ground pork is absolutely fabulous with the seasoning that we're going to use, and that happens to be fresh sage. And... If you have never worked with fresh sage, it's an absolutely wonderful leaf, herb, and it makes, it just brings out the different flavors and the flavors of the season. So I'm gonna season this. Right now, it's just plain ground pork that we're going to heat. Get that started. And it's in my cast iron pan for a reason, because 
eventually we will take the whole thing and we will put it in the oven. So now the stuffing besides the ground pork, which I'm going to heat and let it, we'll break it up a little bit in the pan and just let that begin to heat. There we go. So I'm going to take um, my sage leaves and I have a pretty, a little handful of fresh sage leaves. Um, let's see, here we go. And as I say, depending on the volume of the um, chopped meat that you're using, and you can also do it as a vegetarian type thing, but the chopped meat in it is absolutely wonderful. And I'm cutting up my sage, just breaking it up. Then we'll put that in with the chopped meat in a couple of minutes. But right now we're just going to cut it up. Oh, that's divine. Mm. The aroma from the sage is absolutely marvelous. And as I said, sage is one of those herbs that not a lot of people use. But we're going to save the sage and put it here. And just get that ready. And I'm going to take a mushroom. This is just a uh, white baby bella. And I'm going to cut that up. And my sage, my um, stuffing is beginning to sizzle. So we're going to make sure that we're not on too high a heat because we don't want it to burn. And I'm going to break it up as it cooks. I've got about maybe a quarter of a pound. Um, or let's see, what would that be? Hmm. In milliliters, it's probably about, um, oh, 160 milliliters. And I'm not sure of the conversion there if you're in Europe, but at any rate, it's about um, anywhere from half to a quarter, three quarters of a cup of the meat for the stuffing. And I'm going to chop up my mushroom roughly and get that ready. And the reason we're doing little bits, of course, is to fit it into the pumping. So we'll have that ready. And I've got my walnut and raisin, just to give it a little bit of sweetness. So I'm going to just, again, chop up the walnut, roughly. You can use pecans, if you prefer, or even something like, um, I wouldn't use peanuts. But I think walnuts and pecans are my favorite for when I'm stuffing pumpkin. It just seems to go, it goes with the season. And of course, the raisins are going to add just a few bit of sweetness to the savory. So this is an interesting combination. And as I say, we can use pumpkin pie spices in the other one. But in this one, we're just going to use the sage and a little bit of salt and pepper. And possibly... Actually, I'm going to use a little bit of garlic powder as well. These are just my choices. You can choose others, but these are the wonderful ones that help with the pumpkin pie flavors. And, and it all comes together in a really wonderful mix. All right. And so I'm going to put my mushrooms in to the bowl, into which we will add everything else later. I'm going to put the mushrooms and the walnuts with the raisins. If you want to leave the raisins out, feel free to do that. You can leave the sweets out for the other pumpkin. And 
And so I'm going to put a few of the raisins out here and not use them. There we go. And I'm saving my sage to put it in once we get everything mixed up. I'm going to put a little bit of garlic powder in my roasting pork here. We're sauteing the pork. Now I'm only going to do it for a couple of minutes and I'll show you why. Because one of the things about pumpkins, especially when you stuff them, as with any other vegetable or something like a um, acorn squash or along those lines, anytime you stuff something and you want the outside to cook as well as the inside, especially the pumpkin, it takes a little bit longer in the oven. So this will have to bake for an hour to an hour and a half. So everything that's in here will be thoroughly cooked. Now I'm going to take this pan, we'll mix that in a second, and I'm going to pour in some boiling water, but be really careful because it's a hot pan, but the water is hot as well. Ooh. Let me let you see what this looks like because we're going to cook up some rice, just kind of pre-cook the rice a little bit. So I'm going to pour in about a quarter of an inch or just under um, a centimeter of water. And I have about um, two ounces or 60 milliliters of jasmine rice, which I'm going to sprinkle in here. And I'm going to let that start to boil. You can see it start bubbling. Okay, and I'm just going to add a teeny pinch of salt. So while that comes up to simmer, we're going to mix our stuffing, the beginning of it, with the ground meat, whatever you choose to use. And now I'm going to put the sage in. We'll add the sage and mix it around so everything gets mixed evenly. And we're going to let that just sit and rest for a minute. Actually, one of the wonderful ingredients that I forgot to put in, and sometimes this happens. I get so excited about what I'm doing, I forget to put certain things in. Onion. Yes, and I love the mixture of the meats and the onions, and all the ingredients together make an absolutely fabulous stuffing. So right now I'm using a red onion. You can use white or red. Take your choice. The flavor is a little bit different. But I have to tell you a story while I'm doing this. Yesterday I was privileged to speak to a group of seniors at a senior residence in Houston. And it was very interesting. We were talking about brain food. And this is one of the best brain foods you can use. It's onions. There's a lot of goodies in here as far as minerals and vitamins. And so we were talking about this and I got all through the talk and I had brought the stuffed pumpkin with me. And it was very interesting to see um, a room full of seniors, some of whom were in wheelchairs and in various states of cognition. But I offered them the pumpkin so we put it on plates. Everybody had a little help in helping and it went over so beautifully. I was just delighted. 
And these are all the ingredients that I used yesterday as well. So I'm going to chop up my red onion a little bit finer than the other things because I want it to go throughout the whole stuffing. Here we go. Just about. So now we'll do the whole thing. There's just a little piece left. And we'll just chop that little guy up. Because the onion will also add some liquid as well as flavor. So we have that. And we'll just add that to the mix. And mix it up thoroughly so it gets distributed evenly. Here we go. Ta-da! Okay, so the white onion's going to go back in the refrigerator in a sealed package. And just mix up our ingredients now for our stuffing. And if you have too much stuffing, you can always put it next to the pumpkin while you're baking it in the oven. Because we will put the pumpkin on... Well, you'll see. <laughs> Here we go. Now, let's see how our rice is doing. It is boiling down. That's what I want to see. Normally, I would cook the rice for anywhere from 30 to 40 minutes. It's not instant rice. It's real rice, and it's the jasmine rice. What I'm waiting for now, you can see that there's a wee bit of liquid still in there. And I've turned it up just a little. You can see that it's bubbling and the rice is beginning to absorb the water. So we'll just leave it alone for a second now. And now for the fun, let's cut our pumpkin open. Be really careful to save the stem because that's a really, that's a wonderful part of the pumpkin. And by the way, please make sure your knife is very sharp. And when you're cutting the pumpkin open, make sure not to put your thumb behind where you're cutting the top from. It'll just take us a couple minutes to get around here. And cut the opening big enough to be able to put a large serving spoon in because you will be using it. And it's a lot easier if you have room to get your hand in there actually. Just roughly. And I can hear my rice is at the point where the water is just about out of it. But I do want to get around this. As I say, please make sure your knife is really sharp. Okay. There we go. So I'm going to take the rice off and bring it over. And don't worry about the fact that it's not fully cooked because it will be baking for about an hour. So it will cook in the oven. Here's our rice. And it's going right in with the rest of the stuffing. There we go. And now we've got this wonderful heated skillet. And I'm going to take it off the heat and let it sit for a minute while I mix up the rice into the rest of the stuffing. And we're going to let that sit and let the flavors kind of blend for a minute. And if you choose, you can add a little bit of chopped parsley into this, which sometimes I do. Or actually what I think I'm going to add in today is a tiny bit of cayenne pepper, just to give it a little more zinc. And again, to remind you, if you don't have a um, top that has the holes in it for sprinkling, use the top of your jar. So I've used, I've got about a quarter teaspoon here, which is really going to give it some zing. 
and you might want to add just a teeny bit more salt in here and we're going to salt the inside of the pumpkin so i'm going to mix this around and let it sit for a couple minutes while we clean out our pumpkin and as i said before here's your top <laughs> and i have a strainer so i'm going to take my seeds and just carefully and I'll slice them off the top. There we go. Get all the seeds out from the top and save the top because it's going right back on our pumpkin. Sometimes it helps to use your knife and underneath where you've cut, just cut around in a circle with the knife so it begins to cut all the gooey stuff from the inside. And my favorite tool for actually cleaning out a pumpkin is a serrated spoon. So that's what I'm using. And if you have a grapefruit knife, which this is what this is, it's the perfect tool. And let's see here. We're going to take the seeds out and there's tons of wonderful seeds. And I say wonderful seeds because if you've not eaten pumpkin seeds, especially if you're male, they're wonderful for your prostate. And they contain a bunch of different minerals and vitamins. And they're an excellent source for these. And they're also good for just plain nibbling, as well as mixing in with um, different foods. And so what we're going to do with these afterwards, once we put our pumpkin in the oven, is clean them out. That means get the gooey stuff out and get all the seeds so that we can fill our pumpkin with all the goodies that we've just mixed together, which are the ground pork and some red onion, a mushroom, and some chopped up fresh sage leaves, as well as some chopped up walnuts. Now you can leave out the walnuts or put them in, it's up to you, but I like the little soft crunch that you get from the walnuts and it's kind of a surprise when people are eating this. Okay, it is vastly easier to clean out a larger pumpkin but this only takes a couple minutes, as you can see. And then once it's in the oven, we will show you what to do with the seeds. And here we go. I've got most of them out. And if, it's, if there's a couple of them in there, don't worry about it. And, of course, we've scrubbed the outside of the pumpkin before we did this. I'm a definite fan of... Scrub, don't peel when it comes to vegetables, if at all possible. And I have to show you something that I received as a gift from a friend when we went to visit their home. They have this incredible garden surrounding the back and the side of their house. And, okay, so here's our seeds with all the goo. And we're just going to put that aside for now. And let's get our pumpkin stuffed. So we take some kosher salt and a good bit of it. To sprinkle on the inside and spread out in the pumpkin and make sure you get the salt in there because it really does help bring out the flavors that's one thing about baking with salt it definitely is excellent for helping bring flavors out and also for retaining moisture so now we get to put the stuffing in as i said leave, when you cut your hole out leave it big it's about big enough to get your hand in or just a large spoon and just in we go. 
You could also use cashews. I think cashews would add a, an interesting flavor and texture to the mixture as well. Actually, I'm going to get a bigger spoon because this may take all day. Here we go. Okay. My favorite mixing spoon. Here we go. And actually, the hole is big enough to fit in a good sized spoon. Go. We want the stuffing inside the pumpkin. The rice seems to want to be on the outside, so we'll just move it in. There we go. And I'm going to push it down just a little bit. I'm not going to pack it in. I want it loosely in there, but I want to be able to get all of the stuffing in. And actually, we had close to two cups worth of stuffing, even in this little bitty pumpkin, which, is, as I said, is about four pounds. And I don't know what that translates to. Well, about two kilos, I guess. And no, yeah, about two. And it's just about, it's up to the top. I can show you that in a second. We're going to make sure we get all the little pieces. There we go. It's all stuffed right up to the top. So, and you don't have to glaze the outside. You don't have to use any kind of um, oil or anything else on the outside. But what you do have to do is replace your top. Now, don't put it down tightly. It will puff up because all those wonderful ingredients that I'm going to just push down a little bit more to make sure it fills the whole cavity and leave it room to puff up because I'll show you exactly what I'm talking about in just a second. Oh, does that smell good? Even though it's not cooked yet. So now I've preheated my oven to 350. 350 is a good temperature and I'm going to take the pumpkin and plop it right in the middle of that same skillet. So we've already done the ground pork as well as the pre-cooking the rice and both of them in the skillet and now it goes right in the oven. Now I'm going to set my timer for an hour and make sure if you have when you have the black skillets to use, besides using a regular pot holder, this is a gadget that I found years ago. It's the most marvelous thing because it covers right over the handle and you can pick it up without burning yourself, which is a good idea. Okay, so when it's finished, and you can also put it in on a pie plate like this, an empty pie pan, here's what happens. There's your top and it will squish right in the middle of it. And I wanna show you this one this is what the completed one looks like or a completed pumpkin but this one is stuffed with the apples and what i did for this one is i took a large fuji and actually this one would be almost big enough you can use one or two depending on how much you're making and how much stuffing you want or you can either chop it up and make applesauce first which would involve chopping the apples up Please scrub, don't peel. And taking all those pieces and putting them into a pan with a very little bit of water, probably no more than half to three quarters of an inch or a centimeter or two, because there's lots of juice in the apples. So I take my apples and I cut them up and I put them in the pot and cover it, but I also add one or two cinnamon sticks. So um, I'll show you the two apples. And these, these would actually make a little bit too much, believe it or not. 
when you start cutting these up, they grow somehow. Or I haven't figured it out, but the volume grows. And you'll have um, enough to more than fill this little guy. And this was about a three to four pound one so that it will fill the insides. And then I added, are you ready? Pumpkin spice or cinnamon, ground cloves, ground allspice, ground nutmeg, and a teeny tiny bit, about two heaping tablespoons actually, of coconut cream or coconut milk, whichever you prefer, just to give it some liquid and a little bit of richness from the cream, the coconut. And then you can add, you, you can put in a little bit of sugar if you like, but it's really not necessary as far as I'm concerned because nutritionally, these have plenty of sugar in them. So you take your two apples and cut them up for this one. You can do the applesauce first and then take your applesauce, even if it's not completely finished yet, which means you can't really mash all the pieces down yet. Then you can take the applesauce and stuff the inside of the pumpkin with it. And this one has been stuffed with all those goodies, including the walnuts, and I did put the raisins in. You can use raisins or craisins, which are dried cranberries. Um, and I get the cranberries that are 50% less sugar. And then you can also use um, apricots. That would be an interesting flavor in here with the apples. And what I want you to see is we're going to cut this and actually serve it the way I would serve it. So, oops, plate. And this, unfortunately, I did not put this recipe into my book. Yes, you can eat well and eat right, which you can find on Amazon. But what I'm going to do now is cut this, just cut right into the skin. You can see what I'm doing. And we're going to cut out a nice little yummy piece, almost like cutting a pie or a piece of a large cake. And I'm going to get my pie server. Actually, we'll use a spatula. Nope, we won't. <laughs> the right shape helps. We're going to make sure that we cut completely through because I want you to see how pretty this is. And of course, all those spices in the apple in baking it. Here we go. Beautiful. Now we have a lovely piece of stuffed pumpkin, which can be dessert. It's absolutely fabulous as dessert, or it can accompany a meal. For example, if you're cooking lamb or pork or something that goes well with apples, this would be a marvelous way to serve your vegetables all in one. And here's your, you can see it's the pumpkin, and this is perfectly edible. The skin is absolutely edible. It has lots of fiber and minerals as well. So that's one way to take your little pumpkin and serve it. And you can serve it with, the, it's fun because you can serve it, make sure this one has a handle as well. So it looks pretty when you serve it, but I would put it on a different platter to serve it. And here we go. There's your pumpkin, your sweet pumpkin that's made with apples. And so I can begin to smell the, the aromas from the other one. It's beautiful. So I'm going to have some parsley. 
ready to serve with that. And the next thing I want to show you is how to take your pumpkin seeds, which have been washed and the goo has been removed. And you can see they're about to slide. They're wet from the water that I used for washing. And I soaked them and took all the goo out. And now I've got them in. Instead, you can use um, a cookie sheet if you like. My cookie sheet is totally flat. And so I'm going to use a glass baking dish, obviously. And since I did two pumpkins, I've got lots of seeds. And so I'm going to put the seeds out and get them flattened out as much as possible. Now you can take, if you have a spray of olive oil or avocado oil, that would be good to sprinkle on these. Or just actually the water is wonderful. And what I'm going to do, now that I've got them spread out, I'm going to see if I can even them out a little bit. There we go. And I'm going to take some, let's see, what should we do? We can make half of these. It's going to be interesting. Uh, we've got the sweet stuffed pumpkin pie, or our, our version of it, sweet stuffed pumpkin, with the apples and cinnamon and so forth. And then we'll have the savory with the um, ground pork and all the stuffing and things that went in with that, the onions and so forth. So let's take our pumpkin seeds and we happen to love pepper and lemon pepper. So what I'm gonna do now is take my lemon pepper, just to let you know how much we like lemon pepper, here's the size of our lemon pepper jar. And I'm going to sprinkle just a little bit of the lemon pepper over these. And then what we'll do with this is put it right in there in the oven with the pumpkin and let it cook. But first I'm going to add, just for fun, because we also like garlic, I'm going to add a little bit of garlic. It's actually granulated garlic, or you can use garlic powder to the mix. And this one has a sprinkle top as well. Just a little, just lightly. And I'm going to mix it up just a wee bit so that we get the, the seasoning to go all the way around and make sure that there's still some liquid in there. You don't want it floating. You don't want them floating in the liquid, but the wet, the, just having the moisture on them helps them absorb all the spices that you put in. Of course, you can always do it without the spices as well. However, we like these and they make, again, I think last week we talked about bringing gifts when you're invited to someone's home in the holidays. And this is another of those things where you can roast a bunch of pumpkin seeds uh, as well as roasting mixed nuts and so forth and bring these. So, oops, there we go. Now I'm going to make sure I have room in my oven to put the both of them in. So right now I'm just going to open this and let's see what we have. We'll have to move. Nope. Actually, what I'm going to do is put this on the bottom rack, which means it's closer to. Okay. We've got 10 minutes in on the uh, pumpkin. So I've got to watch it carefully to make sure 
that we don't burn the nuts. They have a tendency to cook very quickly, but at 350, it's a good temperature to roast them. You can put them up a little bit higher or you can actually roast the pumpkin on 400, but be really careful because it will cook in very quickly and it has a tendency at a higher heat to really melt the outside, not in the sense of melting it away, but mushing it up. So there you have it. And I think I'm gonna give my little applesauce a taste just to see how it is with the skin. Mm. Oh, I wish I could share this. <laughs> the other thing you can add to this one uh, to help make the flight, bring the flavors out, we did add um, coconut cream, but you can also add a couple of tablespoons of butter as it's being mixed and use your, soften your butter or liquefy it and put it in there and mix it all up so the butter goes through it and that helps to liquefy it. It really isn't very liquid. It will bake as a pie does so that you'll have the vegetables soft and easy to eat. And let's see, I just want to taste the inside. And the nuts stay crunchy. So just to let you know, there's the pretty side of it. And I would serve it if I were serving it on a plate with my meat or chicken or uh, lamb or something. And just add a couple of pretty pieces of parsley for serving. And if you think that people will know what this is or if you don't care and you just want to add a little sage leaf in there as well, just for fun. There we go. So you make, you make it pretty. And people do eat with their eyes first. So basically that's what we have for today. We have our sweet pumpkin, which is what we have here that is stuffed with Fuji apples. You can use um, Fuji, you can use, uh, let's see, what else have I used, Gala and Honeycrisp, which are very prominent here in the States at this time of year. And since there are thousands of different kinds of apples, I like the Gala and the Fuji for cooking, for making my applesauce. Every once in a while, I'll take them and I'll add a little bit of lemon juice to them or get something that's not quite as sweet like a Granny Smith, which is a little more tart in the apple family. And I might add a little bit of brown sugar to that as well as the cinnamon. But I do always chop up my apples and put them in the pan with one or two cinnamon sticks in the pot. Cover them and boil them for about, you have to bring them up to a boil. As I say, with that little bit of water in there and you'll hear it and make sure you, you catch it before the top of the pot starts popping off. So you don't want to dry it out. So you want to turn it down and let it go to simmer. And simmer that probably for about 40 minutes, depending on, of course, your range. And if you're at a higher altitude, I lived in Colorado in the mountains at 6,500 feet for about 15 years. And it did take a little bit longer for food to cook. The, the liquids would boil faster at that altitude. However, the length of cooking time had to be usually had to be extended by, oh, anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes or a little bit more, depending on what you were making. 
So be mindful of that when you're doing something like the applesauce because you don't want to burn out the liquid and then you'll have charcoal applesauce. Uh, if you don't mind the flavor of that, it's fine, but it gets a little bit tacky sometimes. So um, let's see, what else can I tell you? Nutritionally, you have one of the best meals possible with your pumpkin, and especially if you're adding a meat and the onions and the mushrooms, which actually have some vitamin D, which is usually, unfortunately, a lot of people are a little deficient in vitamin D or at least a little bit low in their vitamin D count. So adding mushrooms to your meals, if you don't have any problems with allergies or sensitivities, is a wonderful idea, especially when you're doing something like this where you make a mix where you're using a ground meat. Um, and the mushrooms do add some interesting flavor as well as moisture. And they will absorb moisture. And they do add the vitamin D and some other antioxidant proper properties and anti-inflammatory properties. Um, the shiitake mushrooms, maitake, and reishi are three of your best medicinal mushrooms that are anti-inflammatory and antioxidant, which means just to, if you're not familiar with the term antioxidant, oxidation is what happens, let's say to an apple when you cut it open and it starts to turn brown, that is oxidation. It's kind of a form of the, the fruit getting a little bit rusty. So what you wanna do is prevent that. And the best way if you're doing a fruit platter where you're slicing apples and other fruit to put out fresh, Take a lemon or a lime and even an orange and squeeze some of the juice on top of it. The vitamin C and the juices from lemons and limes will help to prevent the oxidation. It will definitely cut it back. And also it will help bring out the flavors of some of the fruits that you put on a platter. You don't have to do things like grapes or oranges, of course, because the grapes have the skin that's protecting them and the oranges have their own antioxidants. They're full of vitamin C. But for cut fruits such as apples, pears, anything along those lines, even bananas, if you're serving those, you can sprinkle the lime or lemon juice or orange juice on them and that will help prevent the oxidation and it keeps your platter looking prettier much longer. Let's see. The other thing I'd like to show you is Along with this book, which is my book on Amazon, it's Yes, You Can Eat Well and Eat Right and Find the Joy of Cooking. And we also have a little notebook. For those of you who like to write notes when you're cooking, there are blank pages in here so that you can add your substitutions or other um, additions, substitutions, or comments that you want to make on the recipes. There's about 30 recipes in here from vegetables and fruits to meats and soups. So it has a whole variety, including one for hair care that's using only food. So yes, you can eat well and eat right. And if you go to my Patreon page or my website, which is rickyskitchen.net, you'll find a little notebook that's available. And since I love to play with words as well as food, this one says, Everything tastes better with bacon. And you'll have a nice little notebook for whatever use you want. And you can reach me on rickyskitchen.net 
or you can find me at the end of a text on my phone at 970-618-7607. And you can also get in touch with me through USA Global TV. Please feel free to put some comments in and let us know that you're watching. And if you have any questions, please let me know. I don't see any questions today. But every once in a while, somebody will come up with a good question. I'm happy to answer them. And as your certified nutritionist and chef for USA Global TV, I wish you a happy weekend. Um, enjoy your pumpkin and whatever you put it with. And let's look for us next Friday on USA Global TV at 12 noon Central Time and wherever else you are in the world at that time. Please join us. And thank you so much and have a blessed day.